Welcome to the Young Central Podcast, your hub for human rights, mental health, and social justice. I'm your host, Serene Banna, and you can join us in our discussions every Wednesday. To Young Central Podcast. Um, so last week I came on here and I was grief stricken and we talked about the shooting that happened in Buffalo. And it was hard to even continue that episode. Um, There's a toll that it takes on you when you're talking about victims and you're talking about a crime that is so easily preventable. Um, Maybe easily is not the word, but it is definitely preventable and it's statistically proven to be preventable. And this morning, as everyone should know, we were hit by another tragedy. It was another school shooting. Um, And a school shooting like this has not been seen since Sandy Hook Elementary happened 10 years ago. And the shooting that happened today was in Texas. It was at Robb Elementary School. 19 little babies lost their lives and two teachers Uh, Hopefully that number will not rise, but there are some people who are still in critical condition. And so it's, there's not much you can say. Really, there is not much that one can say in this situation to make it better or to talk about it or to explain how it happened because I don't know how you can ever explain how someone can wake up one day, kill their grandmother, and then show up to a school, an elementary school of second, third, and fourth graders, and just start shooting. We've seen a lot of claims of mental illness. Again, claims. We've seen a lot of people send thoughts and prayers. We saw Governor Abbott of Texas release a statement, which is very hypocritical considering his position on gun control and gun reform. And my biggest fear is that we're going to continue seeing this. It's an endless cycle. A shooting happens. We hear thoughts and prayers a few Facebook posts, then debates happen about gun reform online, whether it's people in the comments section or on Facebook, wherever, then slowly people will forget. Nothing changes. And then the next shooting happens. The one year that there was very minimal, if any, shootings, was 2021. You know why? (laughs) It's because we were all in lockdown. It took a lockdown to get Americans to stop committing mass murder. And we're, we're not even halfway through 2022. I mean, it's May, five months. This shooting is the 212th shooting of this year. So for the time being, I'm not going to talk about what happened today. 
I'm not going to talk about anything other than statistics. These statistics will be uh, referenced in the show notes, and they're from Giffords, Giffords Law Center, uh, which aims to prevent gun violence. Every single year, 41,000 Americans die from gun violence. Every single year, that's more than 110 deaths per day. They happen in every single state, and they are divided by topics. You know, some of them are not necessarily mass shootings, but a good number are. They could be suicides, they could be homicides, they could be police shootings, they could be, you know, unintentional shootings. But what's the common element in all those situations? America has the weakest gun laws, but it has the most guns. There are over 393 million guns in America. And they put that in perspective on the website. They state it very clearly that the U.S., the total population of the U.S., accounts for just 4% of the world population. But the U.S. also accounts for 35% of global firearm suicides and... Americans are 25 times more likely to be killed in a gun homicide than people anywhere else in the world. In 2020, the number of gun deaths reached their highest level in at least 40 years. There were 45,000, over 45,000 gun deaths in 2020 alone. Now, again, gun deaths is a broad term. It can include homicides. It includes mass shootings. It includes suicides. It includes unintentional deaths. It includes police shooting. But they are all brought together under one umbrella of gun violence. And many people will claim, you know, mental illness and mental health, poor mental health led to this, you know, you don't know what the shooter was going through. This is just a singular experience. This doesn't, no, it's not a singular experience. It is not. If there are more than 110 deaths by guns every single day in America, it's not a singular experience. People are losing their lives. People are losing their children. People are losing their grandmothers and their fathers and their uncles and their cousins. They're losing their family and their loved ones because of guns. And you can say, you know, guns don't kill people. People kill people. That's valid. That's that's true. You can't argue that. But wouldn't it be a lot damn harder to kill someone if you didn't have a gun? And don't come at me with the whole, well, there's statistically, you can kill more people with knives. No, that's not true. That's not accurate. That is not accurate information. Senator Murphy, who was the representative of Colorado when Sandy Hook happened, he took to the stage today to 
speak to fellow members of Congress. And he asked them, what are we doing? I'll link his video also if you want to see it, because I don't know how anyone could have the audacity to sit in office and just watch innocent people die every single day and not pass any form of legislation, any critical form of legislation that could change the outcome for Americans. On May 14th, the white supremacist went to the Buffalo grocery store and shot and killed 10 innocent black people. In Orange County, Asian worshipers in a church were attacked in the last week and killed for being Asian. There was a shooting in Walmart. Shootings are happening at a rate where it's not even it's not even something that's that makes you flinch until it happens again at an elementary school. The national outrage that we've seen today Where's that outrage been? Where has it been? Were we just waiting for more kids to die? Where's the outrage been? This has been happening. 212 mass shootings in the past five months. Where? How are thoughts and prayers helping? And obviously I took to social media on the Young Central account. And I posted a carousel and a reel and it was so mind-boggling how the comment section was all in defense of the Second Amendment. You know what you can do with the Second Amendment? You can shove it. That amendment, the Constitution, was written in the 1700s. I don't think anyone in the 1700s could fathom the inhumanity, the hatred, the evil that would show up in today's world. And to clarify because there seems to be so much confusion about this. Gun reform does not mean we're going to take your guns away. A, that would be impossible. We all, tr- we all saw what happened when they tried to take alcohol away. It would be impossible. Gun reform simply would make it more difficult for someone to gain ownership of a gun. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. The shooter today was 18 years old. Texas law states that someone needs to be, to own a rifle, you can be 18. But to own a handgun, you have to be 21. Where did the shooter get his handgun? They're speculating that he might have a rifle, but they knew for certain that he had a handgun. Where'd he get it from? A more comprehensive legislation for gun control and gun safety would eliminate the possibility of this happening. And you can argue, you could say it doesn't happen, it won't work. It's worked in every other nation. It's worked in Australia. It's worked in New Zealand. It's worked in Canada. I've never seen Canadians pull this shit, but it took 19 babies dying today. They hadn't even reached double digits, some of them, and you're already arguing your right to have your gun. 
And if you don't believe me, you can go on Young Central on my Instagram. You could check out the Instagram comments. And just, it's it's mind-boggling. There's no other word for it. Because you're reading, I read these, right? And I'm like, how up in the head do you have to be to comment on a post talking about a school shooting and your first instinct is they're going to take my guns away. What is the job of these elected representatives? Kamala Harris goes on Facebook and she says, we stand by you. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. Who does that help, Kamala? Who does that help? Because I can bet you that the parents of the 19 kids who were killed today do not give a shit about your thoughts and prayers. It's so easy. It's so easy to win voters by, you know, writing these long speeches and throwing a few jokes in there and laughing on stage and saying, we're going to get this done. We're going to get that done. Where is the shit that you you promised? Where is it? President Biden today said, it's not mental illness. Senator Murphy, in another statement, said it's not mental illness because guess what? The United States is not the only country in the world that has mental illnesses. That's a worldwide phenomenon. The United States, you know what it has in common? The amount of guns. There's so much anger in me right now that I'm, I'm just at a loss for words. I don't know what to say to explain the severity of this situation, the severity of every other situation. I don't know what to say. And then this is my my favorite part. Oh, goodness. One person, one man had the audacity to say, oh, well, these figures, right? Because I posted the statistics and statistics were that there was over 17,000 deaths Thus far in 2022, we're in May, over 17,000 deaths by gun violence. And he was like, well, um, do you have statistics on how many of those were by legal guns? And do you have statistics about how many of those were gang related? I'm sorry, is gang related gun violence not gun violence? Is that not an issue just because it does not affect you because you're not gang related? These are still people losing their lives. And you come on, I come on here and I want to, you know, last, last week I said Tucker Carlson had blood on his hands. Matt Gates had blood on his hands and everyone's like, no freedom of speech. You know, they have a right. They have a right to, they all have blood on their hands because they've watched everyone since Sandy Hook advocate for gun reform, for gun control. But God forbid Lindsey Graham does his job and pushes for something that will not profit him from the NRA. This country is falling apart. It is hanging by a loose thread. And you might think, oh, Serene, you're over-exaggerating. You know, I'm not. Look at the situation of America. Look at what is happening in America. There is so much division. There is so much hatred. 
And anytime something like this happens, you jump to mental illness, right? But I want you to keep that same energy of mental illness when the shooter is not white. The shooter today was not white. To clarify, he was not. But if a brown person or a black person or an Arab had done this, he would have jumped to terrorism and border safety and immigration and close the borders. 212 mass shootings. I think there is so much selfishness and lack of logic that goes into this discussion on gun safety. There really is. Because if you're so concerned about someone taking your gun away after 19 kids lost their lives, you're really looking at the wrong picture. You're really not seeing the issue. And people are so quick to, you know, jump in the comments on Instagram and Facebook and start spewing all this hatred and all this, these mean words. And where does it stem from? In my opinion, I think it stems from the fact that they know that we need gun reform. And they know it's about time we get gun reform. And they know it's creeping up. But you just need one of these people. By one of these people, I mean one of the right. To stand up and say, I think we do need gun control. I know it's not going to be Lindsey Graham because he profits off the NRA. I know it's not going to be Matt Gates because we've, you've heard everything I've had to say about Matt Gates, And the Democrats, they're so quick to jump on these social media platforms and spew their anger into the world and say, we're so disappointed this should not have happened. No shit, this should not have happened. If the people we had put in office were doing this their job, this would not have happened. But they're so busy raising funds and donations for their next campaign and trying to look pretty for photo shoots and trying to make sure they look like they're being as philanthropic as possible. Nothing is getting solved in this country. And it starts at gun control and it goes to student loans and student debt and it goes to health care. It goes to everything. Pharmaceutical. Every single year, we're, we are fed a bunch of bullshit by elected representatives. Yes, maybe a couple are trying to do their job, but the majority are not. If, if they were trying to do their jobs, we would have seen a big change years ago. So what's the solution? If you have one, please let me know because I do not have one. I could see mass shootings continue for the next 50 years without some one of them, without one single one of them raising their finger to change the legislation. Because God forbid the constitution that was written in the 1700s is changed. God forbid. A piece of paper written by racist, misogynistic men who could not even fathom the idea 
of where we are in society now. God forbid that piece of legislation changes. And saying that does not make me anti-American, for the record, for all all who are going to come up and say, you know, this Merca. The anger that we feel, the things that we're saying, is not to benefit us. It is for the benefit of our nation, of our home. When something is wrong, you fix it. You want to pray and you want to send thoughts and prayers to families, you do that. But that helps no one but yourself. It helps you ease your guilt. I'm not going to read the name of the victims because when news broke out, there was a specific number. They had said two deaths. Then a few hours later, it was up to 14. Now it's up to 19 and two teachers. So 19 kids and two teachers. And quite frankly, I don't want to name a single one of them. Because they did not deserve this. They had two days left before summer break. They did not deserve this. And yeah, I sit comfortably in my home and I wonder and I think what the families might be going through, what the parents are thinking. But we would never know. You can never know that kind of pain until it happens. And unfortunately, at the rate that we're going According to the statistics, every single American will know one person who's been a victim of gun violence in their lifetime. So it's just a matter of time before we all know their pain, really. The elections are here. It's time to see change. It's time to see actual change. There is no reason that in 2022, alone, There's no reason, absolutely none, that 140 children have died in 2022 alone. And 507 teenagers have died in 2022 alone. There's absolutely no excuse for it. Not the Constitution, not your right to own a gun, not mental illness. It's just what America is right now. It's sad and it's despicable. And that's all I have to say. For today, I don't think I can say much more than I have. One of the fathers of the victims released a statement. He said, make sure you hug your loved ones tonight because you never know what's going to happen. So I will leave that with you. Hug your kids, hug your siblings, hug your parents. At this rate, you you don't know whether in the next month or two there's going to be another shooting whether we're going to need more thoughts and prayers. You just never know. Be sure to follow Young Central on Instagram, TikTok, and on Facebook at Young Central Network. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.